Um, so first of all, thank you for taking the time while you're setting up to do this. No, thank you. I really appreciate your, your patience. We've been trying to do this for yeah. several months now. Yeah, we so. still want to actually get you on the podcast proper at some point. <laughs> um, so Storm is so good. Oh no, my God. thank you. Thank you. It's fantastic. It is the everything that Miles and I have been waiting for in an X book. Oh, thank decades you so and much. decades and decades. I like hearing that. <laughs> it's been an amazing book to work on. Uh, you know, huge credit goes to Daniel Ketchum, who is the editor, who uh, whose dream made it possible. Uh, he's he's probably literally the world's number one Storm fan. He just loves wow. the character so much, and uh, he got the tap to uh, do a Storm series, and he called me up. So I was very you know fortunate and lucky. And uh, and Victor, the uh, the main artist, has been tremendous. I mean, yeah, I mean everybody who works on the book has just gone above and beyond. Ruth Redmond did the colors on those first two issues, and just uh, knocked it out of the park. I mean, I, I was, uh, yeah, no, it's been really gratifying, so I appreciate the comments. So there's, this is part of a, a sudden sort of surge of X-Men solo books, um, yeah. which interact to varying extents with the, the team titles. Right. Um, having, having also written a team title, what's the difference in the dynamic and composition and the things that you go in considering when you're writing a solo book for a character who's still connected to that larger Right. Honestly, I think... Um, so I've written a couple of team books. I wrote the Extreme X-Men book. I wrote the uh, I, I did a story arc of Astonishing X-Men, and I did Alpha Flight. But the vast majority of the stuff I've done have really been solo books. I mean, I always build up strong supporting casts because that's critical. Like in, in action comics right now, are you, you got to have really great supporting characters around Superman to just to make all the contrast work and to, to bring out all that you know all that good relationship drama and everything. Comics are soap operas, you know what I mean? So you've got to have those great relationships that you care about. But um, but when you're writing a, a solo book, honestly, it's easier. <laughs> it's easier to focus because you know what your story. I mean, you're looking at that that main character and you're you've, you're figuring out what that big story arc is for that main character. With Storm in particular, I'm just thrilled that it's a solo book because this is a character who hit me like you know. Me like nobody's business when I first saw her, you know, back in the day. It was like I'd never seen anything like her before and immediately was sort of pulled in and compelled by her. Um, I mean, so I'll, I'll put it this way. Solo stories give you the opportunity to really delve deep into, a, into an individual character. Um, and you can go places in solo stories that you just don't have the real estate for or that the story doesn't really allow for when you're doing a team book. I mean, um, uh, so this is where Storm is, you really get to let her shine. And it's, it's been a huge gift. So what, in, in the, the first few issues, what it seems like an arc sort of focusing on the ser a series of characters mm -hmm. who've been significant storm foils over the years. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that, how you chose those characters and how you chose for her to progress through mm -hmm. um, It's not chronological, right. but each of them harkens back to very specific stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, the, the stories themselves are chronological, but we're not chronologically yeah. going through her past. Yeah, right. correct. I mean, the book is about a woman who uh, is going to stand up for the underdog no matter what, uh, no matter what kind of trouble that gets her into with her own friends and with her own allies. And the kind of cool thing about bringing these characters from her past back in is that we get to see um, how they're reacting to this new, very clear mandate she's got. You know, I mean, like in her old history, she was, you know, she was a orphan street thief, and uh, and then she became a somewhat unhinged young woman playing goddess in the desert, and yeah. then she... man, that line in the last issue was <laughs> a fantastic punch the air moment. <laughs> um, and I want to come back to that. Okay, actually, cool. But... Um, and then uh, and and then she, um, and, you know, and then she became a superhero. 
and then she became, you know, fighting for mutant rights, and then and then she became queen of Wakanda. And as a queen, there are some things you can and can't do. You know what I mean? Like there's certain restrictions you've got, and and uh, and she was working hard to try to fulfill her responsibilities, but now she's free of that, and she can cut loose. And so, putting her back with certain people from the past, some of which are uh, bad influences, um, gives us a great chance to see what what she's going to do and how uh, when she cuts loose, you know what I mean? And, and these different characters, particularly people like Yukio, um, are going to pull her, are going to try to pull her in certain directions, you know what I mean? And given the state she's in right now, maybe she'll go, Yeah, it, it, it gives us, it, it's an open question how far along she's going to go with the crazy kids who are, who are proposing dangerous things. Uh, she's in a position where she might actually go whole hog. So uh, those, those old characters are, they give us some great contrast because in the, at certain points in her life they couldn't pull her in certain directions. Now maybe they can. So it, it provides some pretty good drama. Or did briefly. So I'm, I'm going to ask the totally self-indulgent, I don't do a lot of the being a shipper thing, but... <laughs> Can, can, can you validate my headcanon of Storm and Yukio being romantically linked? I, you know, I'm not going to validate that yet, or I'm not going to, I will neither confirm yes. nor okay. deny at this point. Um, I mean, from my own reading, just as yeah. a reader, um, I don't really see anything in the, in the, in the words that, mm -hmm. that imply that, but the, but the images certainly do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, anything is possible, and I'm totally open to it. I mean, you know, whether or not that, uh, that will come up as a plot point for us to jump on remains to be seen, you know what I mean? My experience with it was reading it in high school and remembering it as having been explicit. Oh, yeah. And then going back and reading it and being like, oh, no, I guess that was all subtext. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very heavy subtext. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah with the, uh, the, the hot tub and the tentacles and everything. So it's, well, it's kind of awesome. Oh, no, I was, I was thinking not that one, but the um, we've, we've just, just, just gone through the um, Wolverine's Wedding on, oh, okay. on the podcast. So we're oh. reading that. Going back a little bit... Um, to you know, her, her time being a crazy kid pretending to be a storm goddess. Something that you've been doing consistently in the books is going back and kind of directly addressing and confronting a lot of sort of the paternalism mm. that's marked a lot of early X-Men stories. Um, I think especially in, in, in that issue and in the one with Callisto, the way they tended to sort of blaze in, fix things oh, according yeah, to their yeah, yeah. Right. idea of how things ought to be fixed. Um, in, in, the most, in the most recent issue, you connected that pretty directly to, to colonialism and NGOs. Um, to what extent is that sort of a deliberate attempt to progress through you know, things that have been, been problematic and haven't been handled well? And to what extent is it something that's just arisen naturally from the structure? I think when you... It's not an accident, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> in the sense that like yeah. we pick certain stories, or you know, we pick certain stories to pursue, um, and you know, I mean, we could we could be doing anything, but once you take Storm and have her go back to Kenya, it gives us a chance for her to tackle these things in as nuanced a way as we can as we can do in a 20-page comic. You know what I mean? Like, I guess over the years, writing for both Marvel and DC, I am writing for every company I write for in comics, I, I love the fact that all of these characters lend them so well to struggling with things without necessarily figuring it all out. You know what I mean? Like, And I think it's just a very honest human thing. You know what I'm saying? To for heroes to tackle problems because that's what they do. They have to they have to try to do something, but also acknowledge that it's uh, it's not so easy to fly in and fix every single thing in ten minutes, you know? Um, and that punching something really hard isn't always gonna fix it. <laughs> um, so uh, and and then when you're looking at Storm, you know, a black woman who ha who is who has a history in both the United States and in Africa, she would have a different perspective, I think. I I, I think it's also just like Let's just 
acknowledge that she's going to have a different take on things than uh, than than some other heroes might, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and 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 the same thing goes for Forge, you know. Like Forge is a Native American with his own history uh, would. Uh, would be aware of things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they're yeah. these. I mean, and that doesn't necessarily mean these characters are always going to avoid the traps. I'll also say, you know, I love that these creators in the past just created these characters, and 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 so that they're, you know, that we so we have this, you know, Native American maker of amazing things. You know what I mean? This mutant who is who's, who has this incredible technological gift, but who you know who is. Native American. That's a, that's so specific, and and it just allows for a huge wealth of of perspectives and stories. And and, the, and same for Storm. My God, you know what I mean? Not only is she a black woman, she's a black woman who has, you know, who's born in the United States. She grew up in in Egypt and in Kenya. You know what I mean? So she's she has she has so many different perspectives, and um, and that's just a really rich history. And it allows for, you know, and it gives us a chance to do the stories we're doing now, where you have a character who is a totally mainstream Marvel Comics hero, who also represents a, a voice to, to uh, the story that you don't usually hear, you know, or that you don't often see. So. We're talking about that rich history. For you, what, what, what have been the go-to stories for establishing your view of Storm as a character and her voice as a protagonist? I mean, I, uh, there's some, just some classic things in the Claremont run particularly that jump out at me. I mean, I think that, um, I mean, I'm fascinated by the her early history stuff. I, I mean, and, and it's some of it, you know, like, like this whole idea of a woman who who willingly portrays herself as a goddess, like that. I mean, that's just when you know when you when you start to dig around with that and think about that. It's just, it, I mean, it's crazy, but it, and it's big and goofy and comics, comicsy, but it's also just really deep emotionally. You know what I mean? It's like that's one way for somebody to deal with having this much power. In a way, it's a completely rational reaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in the real world, if you had that kind of power, you would feel like a god. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, to imagine being 12, 13 years old and suddenly realizing you can control the weather. Well, having, having that kind of power and having it coming out of the sense of pervasive disenfranchisement. Exactly. Being, yes. Yeah. You, yeah. You're nailing it. That's exactly right. It's like it's like to have to, to realize you have that kind of power after you've been through everything you've been through, and after you've lost all of this stuff that you've lost in your life, stuff like that. It's been a lot of fun exploring that, and you know we're going to continue to explore those kinds of things. Also, I mean, I and I, I love the big turning points in Storm's life. You know, I mean, I think. I think it's clear Claremont just loves the character and was and, and a lot of I feel like a lot of those issues Storm really it's really Storm's story. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like Very Storm's much. the main character. She's the driving she's the driving central force in so many of those issues. You know, it's her it's her uh, decisions and transformations that really move those stories. And um, so, you know, like all those big moments in her life, like when she, um, you know, when she's depowered and, um, you know, and has this love affair and then horrible falling out with Forge. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then the, the whole, you know, the duel with Callisto and, and this shocking moment when she 
is like to hell with it and and uh, yeah and she kills yeah. her I mean she doesn't really kill her because she doesn't end up dead but her intention was just to she's just gonna yes. shiver you know what I mean yeah. it's like you think I'm one way when push comes to shove I'm gonna do what has to be done and that's and 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 that's a rich complicated thing for you know for, for her so what fascinates um, me coming out of that is and I, I again I hadn't realized until I read those a few a few weeks ago for the podcast in a block oh, yeah. that then when she did that then does the punk makeover thing she basically duplicates Callisto's outfit almost exactly. I did not pick that up. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's I had not picked up on, and it's it it, <laughs> change, it changes the tone of her having done that by yeah. so much. That's that's really great. So. That's a great. That's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing. Yeah, and then the whole Mohawk thing. And and for years, yeah. I mean, you know, like it's always the Mohawk just looks cool. You know what I mean? Oh, it's totally. just a striking image, and so that's why I think that's that's a big reason why it's just fun. Mm -hmm. But there's a huge story point behind the whole thing. You know what I mean? And 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 uh, you know, it represents this huge, this big turning point. For this this character that's really interesting. Um, those have been moments that I've, I've you know thought a lot about. I mean, in more recent history, I think it is very like I think the whole Black Panther thing. I know, I know that among the fan base, there's a lot of controversy about that, and you know people have very different feelings about about those stories and about the, that pairing in particular. But I think that um, it it again it creates a really interesting experience. You know, like I'm writing a story about a divorced woman. Yeah. You know, and that's also that that's an unusual and totally relevant and and great thing to be able to write about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in superhero comics in particular, it's like it's like that's um And it's real with superheroes. I was thinking through that and looking at characters and the number of female characters who are more relatively prominent within titles than their male partners so low. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like like you know, Superman and Lois Lane are kind of the default model where you have that balance and that's it's always interesting seeing places where that's inverted. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thrilled to be, you know, writing a... I love... Every book that I write, I have to fall in love with those characters. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you can't, whether you whether it's creator own, whether it's work for hire, no matter what it is, I can't do the job right if I'm not totally there. You know what I mean? If I'm not compelled emotionally and, and, and loving it. But but I, I, um, I could not say no when I got offered Storm for many reasons, but one of which is that I was really hungry to write a, uh, a female lead again, you know, a woman lead. I, I mean, I, I did that in my very first book at Marvel, the Warlock book that I did, um, which is a Warlock book, but the lead really is Jamie Chin, and uh, uh, who has her own secrets or, or discovers her own Warlock-related mystery at the end of that. I won't spoil it. But um, oh, I've read it. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> and and then I, you know, and then I wrote the um, I wrote those Phoenix books. Mm -hmm. But then and then and then I wrote the Hulk for years and years and years. And there were always really strong uh, woman characters in those books. I mean, incredibly strong woman characters in those books. But um, but again, you know, when you get to write. A character is the lead. That's when you can really delve deep. You and know? Phoenix books and Phoenix stories are never really about Phoenix. They're about it's a, people yeah, right. responding and reacting to Phoenix. I mean, we did have in Phoenix and Song. We we did get to delve deep into that. Uh, you know, we we get to, we got to delve a little deeper into Jean herself. Yeah. But yes, I mean, I mean, it's it's really a Scott Jean story. It's not, it's, you know, like it's tricky to say who's really the lead of that. Um, the uh, or Scott Jean and Wolverine really, the, the trio of them, I guess, are the leads of that particular story. Um, I mean, the 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 end song book I did. I mean, I guess you could say Emma. Emma may may be the lead of that book. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually thought about that deeply, but. Um, 
Uh, and then, oh, well, then the Extreme X-Men book, Dazzler, was the lead, which was great. Yeah. Um, it's great to be able to dig in deep with this character with a very specific point of view. We've um, mentioned Storm's a character who was, who's been really important to you for a long time. Are there any other characters who, given the opportunity, you'd want to pitch or take in this direction? You know? Well, you know, it's kind of funny because I... Uh, I used to, in, in terms of Marvel characters, when people would ask me that, I used to always say Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange, and Storm. And then I got to write a Silver Surfer mini, and I got to write the Doctor Strange season one book, and then I got to write Storm. So, uh, you know, it, it's uh, I've, I've kind of been able to hit a lot of those sweet spots over the years. You know, and with uh, with DC, Batman, and Superman were always those, you know, these, I, I mean, for years, I, I mean, I, I just grew up loving those characters so much, but... Um, for, for years, it was like very intimidating, even just to think about writing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then, but now, I, now I, I do it every day, and it's just it's a total blast. So, um, you know, in, in terms of those kinds of characters, I, I've I've actually been able to hit a lot of those sweet spots. I'd love to write more Lois Lane. I mean, I'm writing Lois Lane all the time. Um, I'd love to write more Wonder Woman. I think those are also you know those are those are two really fun characters. And what other characters? I mean, I'd, I'd love to write more Amadeus Cho. That's one that that's a cheating because that's one I actually created or co-created, but. Um, uh, but that's yeah. He's on. He's on my list of characters I'd love to get back to. I've got some other uh, DC-related characters that I'm not going to talk about yet because uh, just, because uh, knock on wood, they may actually happen. So <laughs> in the near future. So. That's all I've got off the top of my head. That's cool. I will probably follow up with more questions at some point. But thank you so much. Thank you. Great questions too.